Triple H Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control or any other government agency. This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Welcome back to another episode of my new podcast, Still calling it Money Talks with me, your host, TJ Howe. And, uh, but we are probably going to change the title sooner than later. So again, uh, I am so pleased to have you back here with me, um, listening in to this uh, new podcast. And again, new because it's only a 10 to 12 minute long podcast as opposed to a 30 minute long podcast podcast. I no longer have a co-host with Tony Shore. I am by my lonesome, just me, myself, and God. Well, that's not true. I have God with me, so uh, I do have a co-host always. Anyway, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope uh, your past week has been uh, reasonably well, and uh, your health is well, your family is well, and everything else is good. I wanted to dive into my book, in these next six series, or a series of six episodes, I should say, I want to take a dive into my book or various topics uh, that are in my uh, financial book that I have uh, written last May. And that's again, uh, the title is Stop Trusting the Experts by TJ Howe. The subtitle has changed though. It used to say common problems, uncommon solutions. That is now going to change too, because it absolutely talks about it in my book. Uh, the new subtitle is going to say, creating certainty during these uncertain times. And how apropos is that title, right? Creating certainty during these uncertain times. And if we have ever been in an uncertain era, it is right now, right here. Okay, we're, we're in it. Because the biggest concern I find with everybody I talk to uh, in Southern Arizona, which is where I'm living in Tucson and, and across the countryside, I have friends from other parts of the world, right? In New Zealand, uh, in California, Southern and Northern California and Costa Rica, New York City, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, you name it. But the, here's the biggest issue, ladies and gentlemen. Number one on America's plate right now is what the hell is going to happen next, right? That's it. What is happening next? And that happens to be a really big concern because we don't know. We have never, ever been down this road before. Not ever as a populace, as a nation, as a world. I mean, in, in what universe would you and I have realized that one person leaving a laboratory in Wuhan, China, uh, and 
leaving the laboratory with a little bit of goo on their shoulder. I'm guessing here. I'm not sure exactly right, but a little bit of, you know, virus on their shoulder would literally within six months or excuse me, four months, shut the entire world down to a screeching halt. Like when, when in history has that ever happened ever, even during the black plague, which certainly took a lot more lives than this one will, uh, they didn't have social media. So of course the world wasn't shut down because, you know, if you lived on the other side of the world from Europe, you didn't care what was going on in Europe. You didn't even know there was a Europe, right? So again, at times are changed. Time times are so different. And sometimes I think social media can be a detriment. I mean, again, I I'll get argued all day long on that topic that everybody swears. It's been a, a beautiful addition, but sometimes I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, I think we are allowing an invasion of our privacy that we never thought would be taken to this extreme. And I also believe to some degree, and again, I don't want to go down the conspiracy road. That's not what this podcast is is all about. But I do believe normally when someone is sick, they quarantine the sick ones, not the healthy ones. Do you realize this is the first time in history in the history of civilized uh, uh, mankind, this is the first time in history that the healthy ones, we the people, have been quarantined to our homes. Think back and ask yourself that question. Has it ever happened before? You'll realize the answer is pretty chilling. No, not ever have they quarantined healthy people before. Unless you were sent to a concentration camp in Germany and you happen to be Jewish or gypsy or or Christian or not a Nazi, right? If you were not a Nazi and sent to a concentration camp, uh, well, that would be considered a quarantine in my eyes. Now, I'm taking that to the extreme here. But again, uh, when in the history of mankind, the recorded history of mankind, have we ever been quarantined as healthy people. It's the sick ones that got quarantined, not the healthy ones. So just food for thought. That's all. I just want you to think on that topic. I'm here to, I'm here to help wake people up. That may be the new topic of my podcast, waking up. Okay. Helping America wake up to the truth about what's really going on. So anyway, we'll see. But for now, we're going to keep it to uh, financial topics because that is what I talk about for a living as a financial advisor. More importantly, a safe money financial advisor. Okay? So anyway, uh, the first little topic I want to mention in today's episode or today's podcast is long-term care concerns. And why do I bring that up? Well, really, it's because it's the first chapter in my book, long-term, long-term care expenses. Abraham Lincoln uh, is the quote I have at the top of the chapter, and here's what he says. Leave nothing for tomorrow which can be done today. And I love that quote for this reason. We have become a society of procrastinators. Like, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow, right? Well, sadly, for a lot of us, guess what tomorrow becomes? Never. I'll get to it tomorrow. And tomorrow becomes next week and next week becomes next month and next month becomes next year. And pretty soon you're 82 years old and now you're needing a care. And guess what? You never put the plan in place that you talked about doing when you were 50 years old. 
and 32 years zipped by in the blink of a heartbeat and you realize now it's too late, right? Well, I'm hoping I can affect some change in your mentality to not let you wait till you're 82 or 84 or 90 before you try to start planning your uh, long-term care needs. I want you to start thinking about it now. And here's the bottom line. This is my first sense. It says no one, and I mean no one, wants to think about health care, let alone long-term health care costs as they get older. It's a morbid subject and can cause great distress or anxiety in most people with good reason, right? So here's the bottom line. A lot of us have horror stories about our family members being put in a, a retirement facility or an old folk, we used to call them an old folks home. I don't think that's a politically correct term anymore, but you know, and we'd go visit and the entire place smelled of urine or, or, uh, uh, you know, just smelled of urine bottom line. Right. And we'd kind of be like, Oh, we'd cringe our noses and our faces and look around and be like, what the heck? Like, did they not clean enough? Right. And just, yeah, I, I just remember personally, I have several bad memories, so I don't ever remember longing to go into one of those places when I get old, right? That's not a, a fantasy or dream of mine. But if we don't address the situation now while we're healthy and young enough to do so, create a plan to take care of our needs when we eventually get to that place in our lifetime where we can no longer take care of ourselves, well, it would be wonderful to know in the back of our minds, we took care of that and we have a plan in place to take care of that. So I'm going to just share some things with you. Statistics show that most of the money that you pay for your health care will be spent in the latter part of your life. And that literally can be the last three to five years of your lifetime. And why do I say that? Because statistics tell us that the average lifespan of someone who loses two or more of their ADLs or activities of daily living, and there are six of them, by the way, eating, dressing, bathing, toileting, transporting, and uh, incontinence, okay? If you can't perform two or more of those, you're probably in a bad way, okay? And the statistics say that basically the average lifespan when you get to that point in your life is 2.7 years is the average lifespan, okay? Now, another statistic that you need to know about. In America, I'm not talking about Belgium or France or England. I can't speak for those countries. But if you're living in America, uh, stats are currently showing that about 70% of people over age 65 will need some form of long-term care. But sadly, for most people, their plan is extremely limited, forcing them between either a self-pay or state pay as their options. And trust me when I say this, ladies and gents, you don't want either of those. Self-pay means what? You're paying for it out of your own darn pocket. That's what that means. You're paying your hard-earned money, which means even if you had a couple million dollars in your retirement plan, you could literally see that evaporate up in smoke. If you're spending eight to 10,000 a month in a facility, a decent facility, well, again, do the math. That's a hundred to 120,000 a year in, in cost. Okay. Not including your spouse's cost for living at your home and their food and utilities and so forth. Right. We still got normal expenses going on. We got to add this on top of your normal expenditures. Well, you can very quickly see how 100000 a year would eliminate a $2 million portfolio in about 20 years. 
Okay. And that's without any growth and interest. And I, you know, I'm being very simplistic in my scenario, but this is all I need you to know. Self-pay means exactly that. You're going to pay for it yourself. But the scarier statistic and story is the state pay, because in order to get the state to pay for your care, and trust me, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been to a state-run facility or Medicaid-type facility, you wouldn't want your worst enemy to go to that facility, let alone you or a family member, okay? So I almost think self-pay is the better of the two evils on that one. But what if you don't have the money? You ran out of your money. You no longer have money. Now you got to go to state pay. Well, state pay means you have to eliminate all your resources, all of your assets. You have to sell them off, all of them, one by one, until you only have a personal residence and $2,000 in the bank. They may have raised that to three now, but, but that's about it. A home and two or three grand in the bank. That's all you're allowed to have left to your name before the state will even think about paying for your care. And Trust me, if you've been to one of their facilities, you, you really aren't looking forward to their care is the bottom line. Okay. Listen, believe it or not, my 10 minutes is just about up. So, wow, that goes fast. Okay. So I just need you to think on, and I'll jump back into this topic again next uh, podcast. So we'll talk about some solutions because today I just gave you the problems or the problem. Okay. So again, let's just remember 70% of those over age 65 at some point in their life will need some form of long-term care coverage. Our solution, which we will pick up next episode, is called hybrid long-term care insurance. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It works. It doesn't cost an arm and three legs to do it. And we can do it now while you're 50 or 60 years old. We can do it now so that when that day comes at age 82 or 85 or 87 and you need the care, you will have prepared in advance for it. You will be ready to go and your family will not suffer from the decisions you and I made together. They will actually benefit from those decisions. So again, Tune in next time, but until then, you can reach me by going to my website, www.tjhow.com. You can pick up the phone and call me at 520-977-5297. That's 520-977-5297. Or you can email me at tj at triplehfinancial.com. Spelled out, tj at triplehfinancial.com. Okay, thank you, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you next time. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we will talk to you soon. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to Money Talks with TJ Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact TJ Howe at Triple H Financial. Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. TJ Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 